to the table. I'm Wills. And I'm Wheezy. Today is our first episode or pilot episode. I don't know. Do you call it pilot episodes for... That's movies. It's just... No, it's not movies. There's only one movie. You mean TV shows? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, TV shows. Okay, well... But what does pilot mean? Um, like it's taking off, like the pilot takes off a plane. No. That's what I thought it meant. So it worked for me. Do you have a better solution? I don't know. That one got me. I thought like, maybe it's going to crash. Maybe it's going to go. Well, that's a way to have faith. I'm (laughs) I'm happy. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Isn't that why TV shows do it? Like. If this doesn't suck. Well, they're definitely banking on it going well. I mean, nobody's going to do something and think it's going to go bad. Yeah, but the only ones that you see that went well are the ones, like, you only see the pilots are the ones that went well. We're never going to know if a pilot flopped. I guess that's, yep. Then we didn't see. <laughs> Did not sign for episode two. Okay, well, either way, this is our first episode, pilot episode. Um, the Genesis episode, I don't know what you want to call it, whatever it is. Ew. We're glad you guys are here with us. And listening from wherever you're listening on. I think it's just Spotify. Is that, do, do we just have Spotify? We're not like too official. I'm not sure. We haven't posted it yet. This is episode one. <laughs> well, whatever. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. So, we have a few things we want to talk about. First, who the heck are Wills and Wheezy? Wheezy, I'm going to let you explain. <laughs> well... Explain me, right? I'm not telling them about wheels. You got to tell your own story. Yeah. Or do I need to tell your story? I mean, I thought that was implied, but next time I'll be more clear. <laughs> what? What? I'm telling your story. No, no, no. You're going to tell your story. Okay. That just makes sense, right? Well, I don't know, because if you tell it about me, it's probably funny. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fair point. Go ahead. Okay. Well, um, so I have asthma and... <laughs> Sometimes I sound like um, the squeaking duck from, I mean, penguin from Toy Story. So Kagan started calling me Wheezy. Because she can't breathe. Because <laughs> I can't breathe sometimes. And it's stuck. Um, some people get mad for me when they hear Kagan explains why my name's Wheezy, but whatever. It's on my license plate now, so it's for, it's, it's official. Well, just like how um, her name is very... I wish it was cool like a rapper, though. Like Young Wheezy Baby. Yeah, like it's just because I was like a thug or something. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just can't breathe. <laughs> I'm like the penguin. <laughs> so basically, I just started calling her Wheezy to make fun of her and it stick. Mm-hmm. So just like her name is filled with satire, for anybody in my Clovis life, you guys probably have never heard you of You just died wheels. and came back or what? No, but I was trying to say like, you know, Clovis and Friona, but oh. it's okay. They might understand. But mm-hmm. so in Friona, when I was playing sports in school, I was uh, known all over Friona. Matter of fact, it's on my senior ring. It's on like, I think I ha- may have put it on my letter jacket. I don't remember, but. I was known as Wheels in Friona. And matter of fact, to most coaches, I'm probably still known as Wheels or Kirby. They never said my first name. And so it was just kind of like the nickname that stuck with me. And just like how Cammy's name is filled with satire, so is mine. Um, the reason I was called Wheels is because I was running sprints one time. And 
I well, I was slow, guys. Um, I'm blessed with some Kirby jeans, and we're slow. No wheels. And so the coach yelled, get there, wheels, because I was running slow, and it stuck. And so both of our names are satire, which is very appropriate. As you can hear, this is going to be very um, sarcastic fluent <laughs> as far as how me and Cammie talk to each other. It's authentic. This is this how we're talking on the mic is how we talk to each other in the car, at the house, at work. It doesn't matter. Matter of fact, some people were like, we've heard, man, y'all need to be like nice to each other. Y'all are brother and sister. And, and we're like, what do you mean? This is, <laughs> this, this is, is nice. This is, yeah. We don't know anything else. This is just how we talk to each other. And it's very real and very blunt, which brings me to the next thing. The table, the phrase, the table, why we called it table talk. So growing up, we grew up in a very blunt household, very sarcastic household, and anytime we sat down at the table, the dinner table, but sometimes the table moved, especially the older we got, sometimes the table was in the car, but basically the premises of it is the table is a safe place. You can say whatever is on your mind. Did, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Chair squeak. Sorry. I don't wow. know. If I fall, well. <laughs> Okay, so back to what I was saying before that rude interruption. <laughs> the table is a safe place, and it's where we can talk about anything. You are not to be judged at the table. Now, you may get roasted, but, like, at the end of the day, it's just understood. Like, no one's judging you or whatever. So we'll talk about real-life things. Sometimes it's just discussion. Sometimes it's roasting each other. It's funny. But that's where the table comes in is our friends. Basically, they came over one time. And we were sitting at the table, and we were having a very serious conversation. Actually, credit, I'm going to name drop if you're listening. Credit to Isidro and Connie. They were the first ones to coin the phrase, we're at the table. So we were sitting at the table talking about just life, and they said there was some things that were being said that were like, whoa, I can't believe you just said that. And our friends just said, no, we're at the table. This is a safe place. And ever since then, we've kind of ran with it. So that's the premises of our podcast and the future of this is this could is be dangerous though could be dangerous because <laughs> nothing is off limits at the table the idea is supposed to be that nothing leaves the table which is a little bit comical because we're literally posting this to the public masses. <laughs> but that's okay that's okay the idea is that nothing is off limits and if you follow us on social media well not kagan because he wasn't necessarily behind this whole idea, but I tagged him anyway, so you probably saw it if you follow him. <laughs> um, that um, we advertised that we were going to start a podcast and asked people like what they wanted us to talk about. We get a lot of random questions, a mm -hmm. lot from like, I don't know, people ask my dad, like people in his church, people we work with. Um, you'll learn more about that later on. But um, we just have a really unique situation. So people ask us questions all the time when we were like, well, let's record them. Anyways. Um, and so nothing's off limits at the, at the table. So if any of these episodes spark questions, feel free to send them to us and um, we'll answer them. So we have a whole list of things that you've already asked. <laughs> um, but yeah. Send us your questions. For sure. We've got episodes planned just talking about random things, ministry, leadership, uh, personalities. And so we just basically we're just going to it's authentic. There is uh, no notes. This is unplanned. We're just sitting down and talking about things. So anytime you have questions or something, we would love to answer them and discuss things. So 
But let, let's, let's dive a little deeper into this story of how the podcast started. All right. So why we chose a podcast? Well, let us know. I'm going to explain this from my <laughs> standpoint. If Cammie wants to jump in, which I'm sure she will. Um, You'll she, tell the story wrong. I, no. Yes, you will <laughs> twist it <laughs> so, to make me look like an idiot. All I'm doing is telling the truth. No. Whatever light no, shines upon it is the light that no, shines upon it. No. Okay. So this is what happens, guys. So for about the last, I don't know, six years, ever since I've been working at a church and in ministry. So I started working at a church in music ministry. And many people don't know this, and I'm going to expose Cammie here, but she actually had a music career before me. So Cammie was an all-state choir vocalist. Yes, and in my shadow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> So she was an all-state choir vocalist, and she actually played piano. Um, she took piano lessons for I don't even know how many how many years. I had to grow up watching her piano recitals, and then all of that just for her to know one song. And so no, by memory, <laughs> I still haven't memorized one song. I can still read music. You can't do that. I can read music. No. It just is going to take a little bit longer okay. to do it. Okay, whatever. So. I started with a musical career, but Cammy has a musical background as well. And so anybody who has ever been in a car with Cammy understands that she is quite the performer. Actually, she loves to sing. She plays every instrument, air guitar, air drums, sometimes even at the same time. It's, it's a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a show. And every once in a while, me and Cammy are just listening to a song and we're both like singing it, getting in the car. And then she just has this bright idea of, oh, we need to make an album. Okay, listen long time ago this was before like, you were still in high school and i was in college and you would play your godforsaken trumpet at my door but sometimes you would choose the piano that was in your room you had like a guitar in your room a piano in your room a trumpet in i had room. a drum set at <laughs> a one, drum set one time too wow anyways um and so sometimes we would just like play the piano and sing do we barely liked each other at this point? Like barely. Like, <laughs> we'll talk about that a later so, episode as well. So um, it was like, okay, we can we can both do this and be in the same room together and not hurt each other. That's when it started. But then you went to well, you were supposed to go to school. Wow. Um, just going right there so, on the first episode, huh? So, <laughs> so it was like, oh yeah, he's gonna be professional. He could make me go big and like get famous. See how it's all about her. <laughs> Notice yeah, for this sure. is her dream. And then I and then he went to work for the church and I was like, Okay, well we can still do this. I'm just gonna like be you and your friends go get famous and I'll be like y'all's manager. Yeah, so this is just Cammy's dream, I guess, is to make then it. Then it turned big. into like, let's just make cover albums. It would be fun. She she loves Caleb and Kelsey, and for some reason she thinks that we sound like them. But it's like the Wish oh, I don't version. Think we sound like them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Caleb I don't and Kelsey think off we of sound Wish. Like them. It's but it's just because like we're brother and sisters. Our voices blend when we try. But um, They're but no, fun. she doesn't understand the work that goes into putting an album. And honestly, I am not that good. Cammy may can do it, but I am not that good, and I am not about to just I'm expose them myself Dan to the knows, entire Dan world. Knows, uh, uh, What's it called? I don't know. Afterwards, where he'd make you sound good afterwards. It's called post-editing. Yeah, Dan can do that. Make you sound good. Yeah, he'd have to do a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to do that to him. Shout out to Dea. 
Bummer. Okay. Anyways, apparently, as you can so, tell, that dream flopped. Cammy just once has this dream of doing cover albums and music, and so this comes up about I don't know once, like semi annually. It's like every five or six months. We're just in the car, and Cammy's like, "We should do an album," and I'm like, "Yeah, no, um, <laughs> it's not gonna happen." And this was one of those car rides home. We were driving home in December from our parents' home in Friona. We were on Pleasant Hill Highway. I don't know what we were listening to, but it was it was um, evening, and so the sun was setting. So usually we have, like, different songs that we listen to. Cammy has a whole, like, variety playlist that is from wall to wall um, as far as um, – <laughs> as, as far as in diversity. Genres. But when usually, like – so, no so like this type like. of evening, it was a Caleb and Kelsey, like, just piano covers thing, and we were, of course, singing again. And so Cammy was like, we should start an album. And I was like, dude – this ain't happening. Like you've told me, I don't no, know how many no, times. No, 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 no. He <laughs> goes, I said, we should, we should cut an album. And he goes, yeah, okay. You have this dream like twice a year. So I'm just going to say, yeah, cause you'll be over it in a week. Yeah. That's what he did. <laughs> he was like, I already know you. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what usually happens. But this time I exposed and myself I got a little bit upset at him. And I t- sold what I, I told her what I normally do is just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. So then we're just driving a little bit further. And then all of a sudden she goes, let's make a podcast. And I was like, again, I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> Except he sounded a little bit more on board than that. Because a he, podcast is a little bit more doable. He was kind of like. We're good at talking. He, no, he said that too. He said, now that's a little bit more realistic. And I was like, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit more doable. And then plus. We're here. Uh, shout out to our dad's church. <laughs> He's letting us use this equipment right now. So we already had the equipment and we're good at talking. So I was like, okay, surely we can just talk. But again, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this isn't going to happen. This is Cammy's just fever dream. It'll just blow away with the wind. And next thing I know, when we get to Friona, she has an entire logo made and a social media plan. And before, like, even asking my permission or anything, like, I was tagged in a post, like, hey, we're starting a podcast. And I was like, hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. Okay. So, first of all, let me say that I made a logo and I showed it to him. And this jerk said, where'd you steal that from? (laughs) It looked pretty professional. I didn't think she was capable of making something that high level. So, I had to show him my Photoshop document that there was literally all the, these layers that made this logo. So there was that. Then um, I put together, like uh, I told him what we were going to do. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to ask questions. We have to do it enough. I did have his permission. He just wants to sound like I went off the deep end, which I kind of did a little bit. It was kind of fast and furious, but – Somewhere along the line, we decided January was going to be when this was going to start. I guess like New Year, New Us, you know, new podcast. And so I was like, okay, well, then we're, <laughs> we're announcing January. <laughs> and here it is, um, the end of January. But you know what? We've got all 31 days of January. <laughs> so regardless of how Cammy wants to paint this picture, it's her world and I'm just living in it. No. Um, this was her pipe dream. And she tagged me on social media and I was like, 
oh, we're doing this. This is like real. But she told me, she was like, well, I'm just going to post on social media and see if there's anybody interested. And y'all blew this mug up. Everybody liked, commented. They always, people were DMing me and Cammy. And I was like, what the heck then did you just create? Then we didn't have it out and people are now calling us. Like, yeah, they're I like, when's the first episode? Guys, we're just busy. And so we're trying to make this, schedule this into our busy lives. But here we are filming it. So that is the story of how the podcast came to be. Basically, Cammy had a dream. Martin uh, Martin Luther King did it. And, and she was like, I have a dream. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then she had a whole logo, people going on social media. And she was like, okay, we're doing this. And I was like, wow, all right, we're just going to jump right in. No parachute, nothing, just no plan. Here we go. So here we are filming the first episode. But that's the best plan because some of our finest moments are 100% unscripted. So much so that we now have a dash cam in the car because we're a riot. Cammy is a riot. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> We're going to talk about some of our road trip stories later. That's another episode, but the dash cam has definitely been clutch. Cammy on road trips is... It's because Kagan instigates. He uh, pokes at me and... There's not much to poke at. You're asleep the entire time. So. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. So that is just kind of the background of Table Talk, why it's Wheels and Wheezy, how we got to a podcast... And so here we are in our what, first episode. What about who we are? Who we are. Okay. Well, for most of you, you probably know us. You know our upbringing. We grew up. Cammy was born in Plainview. I was also born in Plainview, but she was like raised in Plainview. I was raised in the big old town of Frona, Texas. Um, and because of growing up in a big town and a small town and just different cultures, we definitely had a different upbringing. And it kind of like led us to just do things. One of us turned out all right. That was me. She's talking <laughs> about. <laughs> so we just like now how we are as adults and it just usually we, we think a little bit differently. And so kind of a lot a bit differently. And it's not usually it's every day. Okay. That was really rude. <laughs> no. Okay. It's, 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 it's the, truth. the truth. It is the truth. And so. For me, I um I have been working at Legacy Church, formerly known as Faith Christian Family Church in Clovis, for I am about to be on seven years in March was the first time I stepped foot in there to start interning. I've got a whole story of how I went from intern to staff, and there's like a whole gray area in there. So we just kind of include the when I started, so I don't have to explain the whole story. So been there for seven I'll years. Details later been there for seven years. I am now the creative director there for our Clovis and Portales campus. And Cami and I work together there. And so as far as schooling, I graduated from Friona High, very small school, which impacted and just made me think differently than Cami on a lot of things. But then we went to college and that was where we really got to see our differences. I, um, chose to go pro early dropped out <laughs> that's what he needs to no, say no 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 in in college basketball they call it a one and done you didn't play basketball but in life no it's no, i was a one and done no. i went to school and i was like i don't you, need this i could uh, i'm gonna just pursue the workforce and so i don't you know just use the term drop out i but, do you dropped out <laughs> i didn't drop out dropping Did out you finish i just didn't like 
enroll for my next so group of classes. Definitely ghosted a college. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did it pay? Yeah, because they for sure sent you an email yeah. trying to get you to buy a, a cap and gown. <laughs> so I definitely just ghosted a college. I didn't technically drop out, but I didn't pay them any more money and I didn't enroll in any more classes. So you're going to hear Cammie talk about it a lot that I'm a dropout. It's a hot topic for her, but I'm going to let a it's just fun. Wheezy or Cammie explain kind of her background a little bit. So I'm the better child. Wow. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Define better. But look it up in the dictionary. Okay. My name is beside it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, Anyways. that's coming from our late grandpa, Noel <laughs> wow. That's that's where that comes from. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So I lived in Plainview. Well, I get Kagan lived there too, but he was just barely. Like, yeah, he was just like a little kid. Um, that's still like where all of my friends are from and all of my childhood memories. So it's like kind of big, you know. It's not like massive, but it's, it's it qualifies as a city. It's bigger than Friona. Yeah. This is, was this a village? A town? I, yeah. I think oh. there are villages in New Mexico. Anyways. So. Um, we are not New Mexican, even though we work So there. I started, I was cultured in the big city life, big school, big, not big city, city, big, big classrooms, all that kind of stuff. And then um, at 13 years old, um, we moved to little Friona. So much so that we passed the football field, and I said, Dad, is that their practice field? And he said, no, that's their football field. And I was like, take me back. Turn around. You didn't have to buy tickets to get in the football game. That was weird. And she, like, really did take me back. She did not come with us for an entire summer. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did not want to come to little old Friona. All my friends were still there, but Kagan, like, didn't really have friends yet. Like, he was still in that age where, like... I went to school at Cotton Center. There was about four of us. I know, but you were still, like, young. So, it's not like you yeah. were, like, going places with friends and stuff. Like, I was going places every weekend, like, doing things with my friends. I was on, like, you know, like, traveling teams and stuff. Like, I had established life by 13. You were 13, bro. <laughs> what you mean, established life? <laughs> Anyways, then we moved to Friona. I went to eighth grade and then graduated from here, which I eventually learned to like it. Um, well, because we went from, yeah, we went from Plainview to Cotton Center, which is like hundreds of kids in your class to like, Kagan had the biggest class was what, 17? Yeah. I think my class had like 12. I kept up with them as I graduated and they ended with 12. So yeah, that was, so like, it was real culture shock going there. Then we kind of found a happy medium at Friona with like, okay, just kidding. I mean, I think I graduated with like 72 kids. We had 82. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So there was that. Then um, went to college. I finished actually, and then got a <laughs> got it. I almost graduated twice before Kagan graduated high school. We don't schematics, logistics. We don't care about details. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. My accomplishments. Okay. Anyways, so went to WT for undergrad. Um, got a bachelor's of social work. That's how you know you went to college, in though. science? Anybody who didn't go to college, they don't use words like undergrad and all. They're like, what? You mean, like, freshman? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> undergrad is a bachelor's degree. Then I went to University of Texas Arlington and got a master's degree, which is a graduate degree for the dropouts. <clears throat> and in uh, also in social work. 
then I went to work um, doing mostly, I did a lot of developmental child development, um, but focused a lot on um, trauma behaviors, child trauma behaviors, child being 18 and under. Um, so I worked all the way from babies, well, prenatal, I started prenatal, babies all the way up to teenagers aging out of care and teen parents, teenagers. Um, then I did all that in Lubbock. Then I, um, moved back to, it was the job that I was working at just had some terrible leadership. So I moved back to I hope to they're Clovis. listening. Yeah, That'd be really listen. cool. I hope so too. <laughs> Got them. We've been trying to, we've been, anyways. Um, so then I moved back to Clovis to started working here doing kind of the same thing and then somehow my brother like opened his mouth I'm not real sure how that all happened and I ended up working at the church with him in youth I don't really know how that happened either I don't remember all I know is that they were like just your brother said we were trying to hire an admin and I was like yo Kimmy's dope and talked to um our uh, senior pastor at the time and then we had their version of an interview, which is we had tacos. <laughs> That's what so, we did. so Cammy was sold. If you know anything about Cammy, <laughs> you know her, you know her love for tacos. So, it was an instant match. And so, yeah. okay, continue with your. Well, and then so now I just work at the church, and I don't really know what I do. I do a lot on paper. This is my favorite part. This is why we explained all of this because I'm a dropout and she has a master's degree. On paper, technically, I'm her boss. Yep. Now. I say on paper because if anybody knows how Cammie and I work and how we lead our creative department at the church. I'm a boss. <laughs> Sorry. I really wish we had cameras so y'all could see this right now. <laughs> Cammie just had one of her notorious dance breaks. Luckily, she was singing this time, so we got to hear the music too. But sometimes there's no music and we're just like, what are, what, what are you doing? The music's in her head. Have so, a good time. So back to leading our team. We, um, any though, anyway, I am like on paper, the boss, he's a creative director. Technically I'm the creative admin, but I'm also the events director oversees social media, marketing, graphics, whatever that means. Coffee shop groups. I don't know if it needs to be done. I do it. That's basically where I'm at. Sorry for flexing, you know, golly. Um, but yeah, basically Cammy. So how we lead the team is Cami takes care of the details and I usually take care of like relationships, relationships and vision and stuff. And so I'm not always the kindest when I say <laughs> and, unintentionally. And so we really just kind of like co-lead the team and it's um, it really works for us. It works for our team. Shout out to our team, the goons. <laughs> I hope you guys are listening. But so even though technically I'm Cammy's boss, anybody who knows Cammy knows Cammy doesn't have a boss in anything she does. Wow. <laughs> she she true. is the boss. She that's walks into the true. room and she runs the room. That's that's her personality. That's what she does. And I'm just glad that I get to be in the same room and He's sometimes I get to make decisions. Yeah. Cammy makes me look good. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to deny it. I wouldn't be able to run We wouldn't be able to run the department that we run or handle all the things that we handle if we were not working together because even though she does make me look good i i play my part in this i know my role on the team know your place 
Usually the role is comedic relief, but that's okay. Everybody needs a clown somewhere. So, well, that is pretty much the introduction um, to our first episode. Cammy's signaling to me over here, so I guess it's getting time to to wrap up. But that is our first episode, and we just kind of wanted you guys to understand where we came from and our introduction. And then we're going to just have episodes every week talking about random things. There's no really plan to this. Sometimes it's going to get deep. We're going to, sometimes it's just going to be, I hope you sit back and have a good laugh. And so, but we do want to end every episode. Cammie is notorious. She does this all the time. Anytime we're in the car or even just hanging out at the house. She comes up with very thought provoking. um, The word that I've been using today, word of the day is outlandish questions. And Cammie, like, they're just questions like, bro. they're educated. There, but sometimes it's like, why are you even thinking of this? And so Cammy just comes up with these questions and I'm like, okay, I need some time to think about it. And so we're going to end every episode with what we call, we have our table talk, but this is our shower thoughts. So Cammy's going to ask a question. This is completely unscripted and we're going to talk about it. So go ahead, Cammy. What's the question of the day? Okay. Well, it's kind of got two parts. Great. But all the same thing. Okay. So the first part is, is water wet? Water, okay, this has been hyped up on the internet. Is water wet? But we're starting slow. We're wow, this is slow. <laughs> so, is also, disclaimer Kagan and I are usually on super opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to these things because we think very differently. So, you, let's see, is water wet? Well, I mean, yeah, Why? like when you jump into the like. Because, like, wet is a feeling, and when water, you have a feeling like, I'm wet. Like, you, you, when you jump in the shower, you're wet. When you so jump into a pool. it makes you wet. Then what are you before, like... Dry. <laughs> no. You are not dry in a pool. You're wet. Water is wet. Once you get... Once you're submerged in it, it makes you wet. Oh, man. That's a good point, but, like... No. You're... Water is wet. So if you are you like trying to break this down to a like scientifical like I don't know. If you I don't think that's a word. On but water, does it get wet? How do you dry water? Like, are you talking about like the molecules? Are the molecules of water wet? No, because it's atoms and mm, what are they called? <laughs> See, I Drop chopped out. <laughs> atoms, protons, neutrons, electrons. He went pro, but he don't know nothing. Wow, don't know nothing. <laughs> okay, I can talk. <laughs> That West Texas came out if you heard it. But, like, are those wet? No, because they're atoms. But water is wet. If I, she she has a Dr. Pepper right here. That's not water. It's Dr. Pepper, but it's a liquid. If I put my hand in the liquid, my hand is wet. So, therefore, water is wet. Yeah, but it came out wet. It made your hand wet. Mm. Okay. That's your point? The water is not wet? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay, but, okay, well, the second part of that is what does water taste like? Hmm. Is this the second part of the question? Yeah. Wow. How do you explain the taste of water? That's good. Well, they all taste different. I mean, if you're from Friona, it tastes like dirt and a little (laughs) bit of chlorine mixed in. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I guess, like, does it just taste like whatever mineral? Like, but you're talking like natural. Yeah, like. I think water absorbs. Like sometimes it tastes like iron. Sometimes it tastes like. Because like if you put lemon in water, it tastes like lemon. It doesn't taste like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you put lime in water. But it's supposed water, to be like the purest form. 
Right. So of, in the purest form, like the purest form. In a, but not around these parts. No. But like if we're talking it. about like Garden of Eden, Spring I mean, of if Life. You get real deep. The water there, and we're talking about that water. Adam and Eve were just chilling, eating their fruits and drinking that water. What did that water taste like? Like and like, how do you be like? You know, some things you would take in a drink and be like, hmm, this tastes like. Right, but nothing tastes like water. How do you how do you say like? This tastes like water. I will say, like, I don't know what water tastes like, but water does have a specific feeling. Like, when you are just, like, dehydrated and you just get some, like, good, clean, like, spring water, it is different. You're just like, oh, man, it's a water just like, Hmm. I'm not even going to get biblical about it. We're not even going to preach right now because we're running out of time. But water just, like, brings life, like, biologically, you know? So, like, I feel like. I don't know. There's probably like it some. It probably used to, but there's probably you know, like some neurons or something in your, neurons. or some. You don't want to get deep, but our, our water the, ain't clean these days. There's you know, there's probably the something science science, is is scientifical a word? Um, I don't know. Mm. At the table, it can be. All right. Well, today it's a word. So if you want to get scientific about it, I'm sure that there's something that like when you drink water, it like does something in your body but I don't yeah know. your body has to have water to live I, I mean i understand that but like the feeling so i don't know what it tastes like but i can the, the feeling you like, like the people know yeah i mean refreshing is a good word <laughs> yeah. but it, but it's deeper than that <laughs> anybody who like drinks water like and you've been dehydrated or if you know like when water hits it's just it's a you, you can There's you know like the thirsty, feeling uh, when i was pregnant i i used to remember being like there was a difference in i'm thirsty and then i'm like water thirsty yeah like when you you know when you have to have water and I think like, that's probably called dehydration. Yeah, for like. sure. But, <laughs> but like you just everybody who was listening probably knows the feeling. But I I can't describe everybody the taste. Their heads like this. Yeah. I can't describe the taste of water. That's mm. so well. Y'all let us know um, what y'all think. Feel free to message us. Is water wet? Is water and wet? Water and what does water taste like? We would love to have your input. But that is it for our first episode. This pilot episode is now landing, and Cammie is dancing. That is what you are hearing. Back there, you're hearing some snaps. The music's playing in her head. Nowhere else. Don't worry. You're not crazy. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and um, wow. catch your breath. Do you have anything to say to the no, people? No. See y'all next time.